another bonus episode. This episode is going to be about how countries and some other regions got their names. This, this was not my original plan for this episode. I started preparing a bonus episode about magic tricks like a, a guided imagery. My plan was that I was going to describe simple magic tricks done with cards, coins, handkerchiefs, stuff like that. Well, after spending about two hours reading through magic books, I scrapped that idea. As I was reading through these books, I was struggling to visualize the tricks and how to do the tricks. I was reading the text and also looking at images that further explained how to do some of these simple tricks. So I found it confusing with the additional aid of the text and the images. It just would not have worked well as audio only imagery. Oh well. <laughs> now, this episode about how countries and other regions got their names may not sound as interesting and fun, which is how I felt, so I'm projecting that. I was more excited to do the magic tricks. But after preparing this episode, this may be one of my favorite bonus episodes because I found this content so interesting. If you are a word nerd, then you'll love this because it's all about word origins. But here's what surprised me as I put this together is that there's a lot of history information in here. So if you like Whisperpedia episodes about history and facts, then you're going to also like this episode. And I may do some of these word origins as like trivia questions. So, if you like Trivia Time episodes, then you'll probably like this episode. And I'm not just going to read the information, but I'll probably be more chatty about the information. So, if you like chat episodes, then you may like this episode. <laughs> I, I really wasn't anticipating it being exactly like this. It's just the way it ended up, and 
it made me more excited about this content and this episode. One morning, the info, the information of these origins came from an old book. So, some of these countries and regions have been renamed. And since this book was published, there are probably, for some of these, newer or better researched etymologies. <laughs> so, as per usual, never bet your house or your firstborn on any of these facts I give you. Alright, let's go ahead and get into it. Oh, and I grouped them by some common traits that I saw in some of these countries and word origins. So this first one, the first group of words will be countries or regions that are named after groups of people. So here's the first one. Turkey. So you've heard of the country of Turkey. And you probably know it's not named after the animal Turkey. So what is the origin it's the country of the Turks. So that's what these, this first set is going to be like. Alright, that one might have been easy. Here's a harder one. Russia. Yeah, I never knew. But there was a tribe called Rus. And that's where Russia gets its name. The next one is Hungary. And it doesn't have to do with the feeling of wanting to eat food. And if you don't know it, then you might be able to figure it out. Think of a group of people from history. Sure enough, yes, the Huns. So Hungary was originally inhabited by the Huns. And fun fact, they expelled the Goths to take over that land. All right, here's your next one. The country is Morocco. So what group of people is Morocco named after? It signifies the territory of the Moors. Yeah. I find this stuff pretty cool. The next country is England. So England 
is named after the land of the what or the who. And it is the land of the angles. But you may know it better as the angles. Or you've probably heard the word like Anglo. So Anglo, Anglos, Angles, Angles. And that's how it got to be England. The next country is France. And now that you've seen how most of this works, you might be able to figure this one out. If you don't already know it, France is named after the Franks. So the history is that France was known to the Greeks as Galatia and to the Romans as Gallia. And then that was later modified to Gaul because it was territory of the Celts. And then later, the Franks settled into Gaul. And the meaning of the word Franks is from Franca, which was a kind of javelin that they used and carried. And Here's another related trivia question. What famous incense came from the country of the Franks? Yeah, you'll figure this out. What famous incense came from the country of the Franks? Frankincense. Yeah, I never put that together. I guess I always hear that word. And I think of Frankenstein. Oh, I don't know if there is any connection with the Franks and the word origin of Frankenstein. No idea. Wow. We're talking about France. I'll also mention a region inside France, which you have probably heard of, especially if you're a World War II buff, or you just have heard anything about D-Day, and that is Normandy. So what is the word origin of Normandy? basically tells you what it is. It means the coast settlement of the North Men. So, Nor for North, Mandy for Men, Normandy. The next country named after a group of people specifically a tribe 
is Sweden. And this one, for me, would be hard, as I've never heard of this tribe. But the tribe is Suivi. S-U-E-V-I. Or maybe Suevi. I don't know. But they were a warlike tribe of the Goths. So that's where the first half of Sweden comes from. The second half, the D-E-N, Den, is because it was occupied by the Danes. And the last one for this group of countries named after groups of people is Romania. And this one's kind of easy. It may not be so much because Romans lived in it, but because it was in old times a Roman province. So I guess they were technically Romans then if they were considered a Roman province. next set of countries and regions are areas which are named after individual people. And we'll start with one which may be an easy one for you. America. Where does the name of America come from? And it honors the memory of America Vespucci landed a year after Columbus on the new continent. So Columbus probably wouldn't be so happy about that. And the name of America first appeared in a work published in 1507. Now related to this, so some additional trivia. And you have probably heard this. The reason Native Americans or indigenous people of this new continent are called Indians is because Columbus thought he had landed in India. And also related to this, which I'd never put together, is you probably have heard of the West Indies in the Caribbean Sea. Same mistake there. It's called the West Indies because people thought it was part of India and it was the west part of India. So, West Indies. So, America was not named after Christopher Columbus, but there is a country named after Christopher Columbus. What is that country? Yep, it's Colombia. And also related. 
related to that is British Columbia. So that also is named after Christopher Columbus. Now, you may have known that America and Columbia were named after an individual person. But did you know that China was also named after a specific person? I didn't know this. So the word China is a Western corruption of T-S-I-N-A, maybe Tessina or Sina, which is a term in the honor of Tessin. It's the founder of the great dynasty which commenced in the 3rd century B.C. And how great was this dynasty under this ruler whose name was Tessin? It was Tessin who built the Great Wall of China to keep out the barbarians. But of course he didn't call it the Great Wall of China because that's our Western corruption of his name. So it's really the Great Wall of Tessin. That's T-S-I-N. And that's the origin of China. The next country named after a specific person is Denmark. And I'll be impressed if you know this one. So more properly, it's Denmark. And so, it's named after Dan. Which, it's such a common name, it's funny to me. Dan was a Scandinavian chieftain. And the mark just means boundary. So it's basically Dan saying, this is my land. This is the boundary of my land. This is Denmark. Italy is another country named after a specific person. It was named after one of the early kings of that country. And his name was Italus. And the last country I have on my list is Bolivia, which commemorates General Simon Bolivar, the liberator of Peru. The next set of names comes from areas which were named after something to do with their geography or geographic traits. These next three countries all are all named after the fact that they are in some kind of lowland area. So the first one you might be able to guess of a country named because they're in lowlands, and that's the Netherlands. Netherlands. 
expression or term. If you've heard the term nether regions, yeah, that's a, an area on your body that's a little bit lower. The next country named after the fact it's in low lands is Holland. And Holland is Danish for marshy ground. And a third country, which you may not have think of as kind of Holland and Netherlands are known for being lowlands, but the other country is Finland, or more originally, Venland, which means the land of marshes. Alright, so those are three countries named after their lowlands. These next three areas are named after the fact they're in highlands or mountains or associated with mountains. So Ontario comes from a native term meaning the village on the mountain. Quebec or Quebec is an Algonquin term signifying take care of the rock, which I'm guessing refers to a mountain kind of area. And then the last one, you can probably guess what it means once I tell you the name of this region. Montenegro. Montenegro literally translates Black Mountain. The next set of countries and areas are named after rivers or something to do with rivers and water. I never knew that India was named after a river. And I feel bad, I feel like I should know that. So India is named after the Indus River. And I'd never even heard of the Indus River, but that's just because I have poor geographic knowledge. Also related to the Indus River is the Indus River is also known as the Hindu River. So this is associated with the word Hindu. And that is from the Sanskrit Sindhu, which means a great river. So Hindu and India both come from a similar word origins and they mean great river. The next country associated with a river name is Argentina, and its name is originates from having to do with the silvery reflection of its rivers. 
the next country names associated with rivers are Uruguay and Paraguay, and they're both names of rivers. Uruguay means the golden water, and Paraguay means the river of waters, because it has many tributaries. So I guess Guay means water, and Para means a river, which is relevant to the next country. So Peru also received its name from a, a major river, the Rio Paro. So I think Paro is a modification of the Brazilian term para, which means river. So I think Rio Paro means river, river. I think that's maybe one way to interpret it. The next set of countries have to do with something about their coast or that they are coastal. So the first country is Portugal. So Portugal is named after the city of Oporto, which basically means a major port because it's a coastal city. The next country which you may have thought of already is Costa Rica. So that is Spanish for the rich coast. Then there is, which you also may have heard of, the Gold Coast, which is a portion of Guinea or New Guinea on the west coast of Africa. And it's called that because there was a lot of gold found there. And Guinea means abounding in gold. So the name of Guinea or New Guinea is related to the chemical element of gold. Now this next country is not named after the fact it's coastal, but it is named after another chemical element. Not as elegant as gold though. So I'll tell you the chemical element, and you see if you can come up with the name of the country. The, the chemical element is tin, T-I-N. It's, it's tough, but it's also not tough. Britain, I know I never made that connection either. So, of course, you can hear the word tin in the second syllable of Britain, but it is spelled T-A-I-N. But the Phoenicians named this area the Land of Tin because there were some areas where a lot of tin was mined. 
set of countries are also named after something to do with their geography, their land traits, or their location in a way. The first one you might be able to figure out, Ecuador. Ecuador is a Spanish word for what? And you'll probably guess it, of course. The equator, because of where it's located. The next country is Norway. So you can probably at least figure out the first half. Norway. Sure enough, Norway is Scandinavian for North Island. So, of course, North makes sense, but Norway is not an island. But we know that today, a long time ago, when Norway was named because they thought it was a North Island, it's because they explored most of the lower area. So the Norsemen explored most of the lower area of Norway. And it's this huge peninsula. And it was too cold to really fully explore much further north. So they just guessed that it was an island. I would have done the same thing. This next country, you may also be able to guess what the name means. Sahara is Arabic for what? Sahara is Arabic for desert. Makes sense. How about the country of Chile? It's a Peruvian word means the land of snow. And then there's Algiers. Algiers means the peninsula. But what I also found interesting here is Algiers is a modified spelling of the Arabic L. Jazeera, which I've heard of Al Jazeera, the network, though I never put together that that word is similar to Algiers. So perhaps the TV network Al Jazeera means the peninsula, maybe. I don't know. Austria means Eastern Empire. So you can kind of see that and hear that in the word Austria, East. And so it was a contradistinction to the Western Empire, which was founded by Charlemagne. The next is the Cape of Good Hope. So, Cape, because 
it is a, a cape, like a small peninsula that juts out. It was discovered by Bartholomew de Diaz in 1487 and was named by John II, who was the king of Portugal at the time, because he was just kind of excited that Diaz had reached the extreme area of Africa, and he saw that as very favorable for future shipping and maritime enterprises. So he called it the Cape of Good Hope. And the last country name associated with something about its geography is Patagonia, which I would have thought would have had some kind of elegant name origin, but it's actually because Magellan saw these impressions of these huge feet in the ground of the native people when he was there. So he thought that the land was inhabited by giants. Of course, what he misunderstood was those weren't their footprints, but they did have on large shoes. Anyway, he named the country Patagonia to mean large, clumsy foot. <laughs> Poor Patagonia. The next three regions are named after some kind of living creature. The first one is very easy, meaning to know how it was named. The Mosquito Coast. Yeah, just as you would guess. The next country is Panama. And so this is named after a mudfish that lives in the waters on both sides of the isthmus of Panama. And the last country named after an animal is Spain. It comes from the Punic word span which means a rabbit, because a long time ago there were a lot of wild rabbits. And, and this fact sounds familiar to me. I think I did have this as a fact in one of my first Trivia Time episodes. The next three places are places named after other places. Mm -hmm. All right, so the first one is Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia is named after Scotland. So Scotia is Scotland. 
because it was discovered by a Scotsman and Nova means new, so New Scotland. Now this next one, if you think about it, you'll probably be able to figure it out. Venezuela was named after what other place? Venezuela. Yeah, it's right there. So it's Spanish for Little Venice. And this last one, I'll be impressed if you know it, because it's deceiving. Cape Horn. So Cape Horn is the most southern point of South America. And I would have guessed it was named that because it's shaped like a horn. But that's not the answer. It was originally Cape Horn with two O's. H-O-O-R-N. Because the person who first rounded it named it after his native place in North Holland, which is Horn, H-O-O-R-N. Alright, and these last three are just kind of miscellaneous. Germany. What does Germany mean? So the Romans gave it the name of Germanus, which was a Latinized Celtic term meaning neighbors, which I think is very uncreative. So Germany just basically means neighbors. Yucatan, which you may have heard of the Yucatan Peninsula. So Yucatan is a compound Indian word meaning, what do you say? <laughs> so here's how that originated. The explorer, Francisco Hernandez de Cordoba, when he first arrived to the peninsula in 1517, he went to a certain settlement and he asked about the description of the country and the locals in their Mayan said to him, I don't understand, or what do you say? But the sound of those words in Mayan to these Spaniards, they heard Yucatan. So they named the area Yucatan, even though basically what the natives were saying is, we don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> and the last one is Guatemala, or more originally, Guatemala, with a Q-U. And Guatemala means a decayed log of wood. So it was 
Las Cultas because the center of the country was believed to be an old worm-eaten tree. And so the local natives referred to their own area as a decayed log of wood. I'm going to pause it here and let me know if you like this. There are many more regions that I can do in another episode, including the origins of the name of U.S. states and more areas from around the world. All right. This is the end of tonight's bonus episode.